Hey, hey, we've got all new things planned for you today. That's right. On episode 900 of this show, we're going to make a pretty big shift. We're going to explain why today and then walk through it this week. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to really set things in a new way for you and really give you some new ideas about how to move forward. And there's even a new introduction. You ready? Here it comes. Go. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's Antidote provides an opportunity for business owners and leaders to discover what is real for them and to be impacted by what is real for others. That is the Renegade way. Let's get real. We all face challenges and get stuck occasionally and are looking for an antidote. Each weekday, this show dives into a topic that may have you stuck, frustrated, and uncertain. Our goal is to share our value in an effort to help you find that one thing the antidote to your challenges so that you can get results and make more money. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. The only thing I don't like about that introduction, Tom, is there's no dun it and dun it at the end. But I, I got to say, when I was putting it together over the weekend, I was pretty happy that it was different music. The old, oh, music, yeah. the old music just didn't fit. I tried, just felt off to me. I, you know, we're making a fresh start here. We're making some shifts. So I thought, shift, new music. What do you think? I like it. It's what's real for me, right? It is what is real, and I'm not going to judge it. Okay, there you go. There, you, uh, we'll, we'll be talking through that a lot today, I think. Uh, probably and for a few days to come, I would imagine. Maybe even longer. Especially if you are getting nervous about not being able to do your little jig at the start that might no i actually it, it allows me to do other things which is a good thing all right yeah. well why don't we kick this all off good morning and welcome everyone to today's antidote our daily broadcast now, wait a second hold on tom we got to talk through this didn't our lovely voice artist liz brush say a whole bunch of this already I see. I as I was editing that, one of the things I realized is she's going through a lot of it already. So we can probably cut to the chase more, right? Sure. I know you've got the patter down cold, and I'm asking you to shift your thinking, but I think you can do it. She said what it is. She said who it's for. Okay. So we can probably move right into. On today's episode, blah, 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 right? Sure. <laughs> you look like you're getting frustrated with me. <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, uncertain for a moment. I wanted to welcome everyone. Should I not do not do that? No, you can welcome everyone, but you were starting into this. Today. This is today's antidote, blah, blah, blah. But the blah, blah, blah already got done. Okay. Folks, what you're watching is we're figuring this out as we go, yeah. right. which is how it works for everyone. Well, and there's things that are real that are different for each of us. Cor correct. Why there is no quote unquote right or quote unquote wrong. Anyhow, welcome everyone. This is today's antidote. I think I need to say that. Uh, each day, each week, Bob and I have a conversation around a topic. This week's topic is getting real. I think yeah. it's what's real. What's real, sorry, correct. What's, what's real. real. And uh, as we go through this conversation, 
we welcome your thoughts, ideas, and information because we know that you have value to share. And as a part of that, um, we hope that you will share what's real for you because what we do know is that that is different, that each of us are unique. And so what we share is a little bit different. So please feel free to share your thoughts and ideas in the comments as we go through that conversation. We've been having these conversations since 2020. And it's really a little bit why this week's, part of this week's, today's conversation is that this isn't 2020 anymore. I think this is something Bob and I recognized uh, over the past couple of weeks and thought that maybe the 900th episode would be a good time to shift a little bit and really not go from where we were and we're going to now talk about where we are, what's real for us. And at the conclusion of that conversation, Bob and I will still offer our one thing, our today's antidote. That thing that we hope if you are stuck, frustrated, uncertain, maybe you're still living like it was 2020 or 21 or 2022 and are trying to get real about where you are in 2023 and trying to move forward. Well, if that's the case, this might provide you with a little opportunity to think about what's real for you. And as a part of this shift as well, we are starting a new opportunity for people who are struggling with what's real for them right now. You know, it's the summer, the summer is coming to a close and the summer is a great time to sort of set some things aside. Maybe our goals, maybe our objectives, maybe some of the challenges and struggles because we're trying to find a way to spend some time with our family. And yet the end of the quarter, the third quarter is rapidly approaching as is Labor Day. And soon we will be kicking off the final corner of the year with a chance for you to see where you want to get. And if you're not feeling like you're where you want to be, maybe there's an opportunity you can reach out to Bob or me so that we can have a conversation of what that might look like to help you figure out how to move forward. I did a poll in another group that I'm in around. Uh, Wait, hold on. You're in another group, Tom. We've talked about this. Yes, I know. Saddens me. Well, you're in it as well. Oh, okay. It's just a little, it's just focused on nonprofits and how they were feeling about meeting their goals by the end of the year. And there was many, most were a little concerned about where they are. So if you're one of those people as well, this may be an opportunity for you to try to jumpstart the final quarter of the year. Anyhow, we'll provide more information about that soon. Uh, and of course, if you have a one thing, you're an antidote that you think is real for you, please feel free to share it as well, because we know there might be somebody out there looking for that. One of our new changes before we get into that conversation is uh, we have been doing celebrations for 900 episodes, and we will continue to do that. We'll do it a little differently. Uh, we believe that celebrations gave you an opportunity to move from what you were struggling with. And at the time, pretty much from 2020 until now, people were looking for things to celebrate. It was really difficult to find those. And so we still want you to celebrate those. So if you have a celebration today, please feel free to put it in the comments. We welcome your celebrations. I just put mine. Oh, oh all right. I'll have to get to mine. And we are going to have a conversation. We're going to share a little bit about what's real for us in the moment. Bob, you have anything you want to share about what's real for you? Well, yes, uh, Tom, let's model this, shall we? Um, what's real for me right now is I am trying to package five days of work into two days because I'm doing some uh, some golfing Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Long overdue, a little getaway for a couple of days. And so I'm trying to rush through 
and get a lot of stuff done in two days. And uh, what's real for me, you know, I recognize that I'm going to want to get more things done than I can accomplish. Um, as I as I evaluate that, I realize that I'm going to probably have to set lower standards for what I accomplish in the next couple of days. I need to just realize that there are two days. I can't do five days of work in two days. It's just not realistic. So I need to scale back the expectations. And so the action plan for me this morning, the action step is really to look at what my schedule is for the next two days and really focus on the things that are important from me. And I think what I'm learning is I need to right size the amount of work I can do in a day with the amount of hours in the day. So rather than look at I need to get five days done in two days, I need to recognize that I made a choice that I want to go play golf for a couple of days and that that's okay. I own my own business. I'm free to do as I choose. It doesn't mean I have to do everything I do in five days in two days and drive myself crazy. It means I can just say, this is what I can get done Tuesday. This is what I can get done Monday. And then I'm going to go and enjoy some golf for a couple of days. Isn't it? It's interesting to me. You use the word right size. And no, I, I think well, it's real well, sizing. It's real it's, sizing. It's what's okay. real for you. It's not, doesn't mean it's quote unquote right or quote unquote wrong. That's a judgment. It's right. just what's real for you in the moment is that you looked at your week and you said, I only have two days. What can I accomplish in two days? Rather than how do I try to accomplish five days of work in two days? Who can do that? Right. Well, and, th and that's the beauty of what we're doing here. You know, I, I, I think I was thinking about this when I was taking a shower this morning. It's like, okay, what, what is real for me? What can I talk about? What's real for me on this program? It's like, well, I'm really trying to rush through and get five days of stuff done in two days. That That's just crazy. And I think that's one of the shifts that we're trying to bring to this, as you talked about briefly earlier. Celebrations had a really important role, and I think they still have an important role. I looked at your celebration. I look at my celebration. It's important to mark these things because they do influence and affect how what's real for us going forward. And it's also a chance to take stock of what we've done. But I also think there's a time and place to really think through what we're doing a little more strategically, a little broader, and forcing me this morning to come up with something that was real for me. I don't think I would have come up with that. I think I would have just gotten to the point Wednesday and gone, oh, man, I'm so exhausted. What did I do to myself? You know, and I would have worked till midnight tonight. I would have gotten up early tomorrow. And then by Wednesday, when I'm supposed to be going off and having a good time, I'd be exhausted. And I wouldn't have gotten five days of stuff finished. And I would have been really upset about it all for the rest of the week. So I think this getting real to get results that I just modeled. And if you're if you're going, I don't understand what he's talking about, trust me, it's all going to start to make sense over the next couple of days. We're going to break it down. But that's the example. And I think as people start to embrace that approach, that's a real discovery for me. Just that, hey, you know what? There are only two days. You can only do so much in two days. Be real about it. I like it. I thought you might. Sure. Can I show? So, yeah, please. Absolutely. So I think one of the things that was real for me is that we had this conversation about 
shifting some things. And, and it's a constant reminder to me that shifting one thing shifts a lot of things. <laughs> and I was that yesterday too. <laughs> you know, and there's things that, unfortunately, Labor Day, for some reason, I keep thinking it's like a week or two earlier than it really is. And so I had some things like I'd like to get done by Labor Day. And I keep thinking it's next weekend. It's not even next week. It's the following weekend. And yet I still know that there's a lot of things to do. As I was working on some of those things over the, you know Friday and a little bit on the weekends, just reminded myself of hmm, if I make this shift or we make this shift, I need to change this, which means I then need to change this, which means then I need to change this. And it is that domino effect. And I think that's one of the things that can get overwhelming and why sometimes people stop because they feel like, oh my heavens, this was a lot more than I thought it was going to be rather than just, okay, this is what it is. And, you know, maybe you have to shift timelines or maybe you have to do things a little differently, or maybe in that harmony that I try to find between work and life balance, I need to take some time, which I did this weekend to work a little bit on some of those things to ensure that it was ready for today. And I think that's, that's a reminder that one shift can typically change a lot of other things. And I think a lot of things end up incomplete because we get into them and they overwhelm us or we run out of time. And it's like, oh, I had to get this done by Monday at 7 a.m. for this broadcast. And then it gets put on the list of things to go back to. And then it just never gets, it never comes up. I see that on websites. I, I was looking at someone's website the other day and they're actually in the web development field. And I went to their About Us page to learn more about them. And it literally had a sentence that ended in the middle of the sentence. And I said something, I'm like, I don't know if you planned this. It was some artistic thing, but you know, your uh, about us is just like a fragment of a sentence. Like, oh, it's been that way for like a year. I, I started it and I didn't know what to say and I never got back to it. And then the best part was they said, you're the first person to say something. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, I think it, means that. it could mean several things. <laughs> Probably not the results they anticipated. That's right. But, but I think it, it speaks to the greater issue. I've got, you know, imagine if we took a day and just, wrote down all the things that were incomplete. I could I could fill a page easily with things that I've started that I haven't finished. Well, and you know, and here's the thing, maybe they stopped being a priority. Right. Or they were replaced by another priority. Or often in my case, I think what it is is the new priority is the new shiny object. Which, if that's so, a choice. so, I'm moving in different directions instead of you know I'm swimming in five lanes instead of swimming straight in my lane. If I sweat, if I swim straight in my lane, I'll get where I'm going, but I keep zigging and zagging. Cool. All right, should we dive into our topic today? Let's. You want to start? start? You want me to? I'm happy to start. Go forth. You know we're shifting things, so for today at least, I'll. Shift and deal with me. You know, I think what this is a concept, this is what's real is a concept that we've been talking about for a while. Um, quite a while. Because I remember we even had a show where someone wanted to change the formula. And we had that conversation live on the air, on the air, on the broadcast. And 
you know, the basics of it is what's real is your knowledge, experience, and perspective. In a mathematical sense, R equals K plus E plus P. And I think that so often, uh, as you mentioned before, we want to be right. We want it to be quote unquote right. Um, I've got to right size things because, which to me says that there is a perfect way to do it and we aren't necessarily doing it. And, and I think that, for example, with our, our subtopic today, it isn't 2020 anymore, is that when we launched this podcast, it was really about helping people take the next step forward. Because at that time, no one knew what was going to be moving forward. And while I think this sense, and while I think it's the, the, the podcast is still valuable today, is that there's a similarity between now and then is there a lot of people who are still stuck not because of the pandemic or not because they're staying at home and they don't know how to do that they figured some of those things out they're just stuck because whatever their situation happens to be they might be in a job that they really enjoy and yet they have so much work to do they can't figure out how to get it all done they might be you know there's many out there who have been displaced from whatever their initial career was. And now they're trying to figure out that next step, whether it's they've started a business and they're trying to figure out how to do that. They've taken on another role and they're trying to figure out how that fits in with all the things that are going on. Um, and so I think that there is always this opportunity that we're gonna get stuck, especially if we start to think about those things in a terms of there's a way, the perfect way to do it, or this is right and that's wrong. You know, all of those things lead us to just judging where we are, what we're doing, and why we're doing. And I think that as we talked about last week, I think it was last week, um, it can be easy for us to find excuses for why we are where we are, which really to me is part of what judgment is. It's just making excuses for where we are rather than saying, okay, I can't do anything about what the past, what's happened in the past. All I can do is focus on what I can do today and consider what I might do tomorrow. And really this, I really, and this idea of being real is the opportunity to, how do we do that? Not that we forget the past. We leverage the past because all of that is what's real for us. It's made up our, we've, you know, whether we've enjoyed it or not, our knowledge, experience and perspective changes every day. And it gives us an opportunity to understand what's real today. And how might I leverage that to figure out how to move forward and not dismiss it because at some point along the way, maybe I didn't get the results that I desired. And those expected results have now led me to a place where I feel like I need to do something brand new because what I've done before it, hasn't worked, whatever that means, wasn't right, or it was wrong, rather than there were parts of it that had a lot of value. There's a lot of it that had a lot of value. How do I just figure out how to leverage that value in a different way moving forward, rather than trying to do something I've never done before, which is going to take a whole lot of learning. And I think that concept of if you can wake up every day and be real with where you're at and what's going on, it can make it easier and easier to take those next steps. I like that. Uh, you know, I was thinking we talked about this a lot last week and the word bitterness came up. 
And we both really felt that word. Like there was a visceral feeling that, that, yeah, that explains it. I remember, remember, um, I left a job about five years ago. It was a mutual parting of ways kind of just, and I really liked it. And when I left it, it was a surprise and not a surprise. And I probably spent a year, maybe longer in a little fog because of the fact that I wasn't expecting to be in the place I was. I went from having a full-time job with benefits and nice salary and preset schedule to back to running my own business, which was really great in some ways. But it took me about a year to get over the bitterness and to get to a place where it's like, okay, so many of the good things about that job I could bring into my new job. So many of the experiences, it's like, you know, you, you... um, I had a Big Mac when I was 10. McDonald's will no longer be our sponsor after this sentence coming. I had a Big Mac when I was 10. We were traveling and it, I got really sick. To this day, I associate Big Macs. Just saying Big Macs makes my stomach start to feel bad. I haven't had a Big Mac. I don't know if it was a Big Mac or it was that I was traveling or that I was a little kid or I was nervous or whatever. But the association with Big Macs is, if you say, let's go to McDonald's, I'll sit in the car, I'll watch you eat. I will need a Big Mac because there's such a negative association that I have there. And I think we do that with work sometimes. We have that negative association just, well, this didn't work out the way I expected. Or they reorganized and they reorganized me out. So all the great things you did for them up to that point disappear. And you only you only focus on the the, the negatives. They should have, they could have, it was them, it was that. all these things, you know, the excuses like we talked through last week. And then you you get to a place, I think, where you go, okay, that's not really helping me. It doesn't mean, you know, you can't take away the experiences. We can never remove the experiences that we've had. You've had your experiences, good, bad, up, down, right, wrong. It doesn't matter. You've had them. And as you start to realize that those experiences can be, as you said, leveraged. But I think really not just leveraged, but really, um, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, almost amplified. You know, one of the things that I really enjoyed about the job I had was I was teaching college students. And so as I built my business, it's like, how can I do some teaching, some mentoring? That's what the business coaching really has afforded me is a different platform but many of the same skills, figure out what, what, what people are trying to learn, what they need to learn, help them figure out how to learn it, give them examples, accountability, monitoring. It's very similar what I do now to what I did then. So I could have said, oh, you know what? I taught college. That didn't work out. I'm never going to use teaching. Teaching's gone from my life forever. You say the word teach to me and I run. Or I can say, you know, I was really good at that. I enjoyed that. That's a big part of who and what I want to be going forward. So I can bring that into what I'm doing. And I think one of the things I was thinking about over the last week or two was how many times when I'm coaching someone, we're drawing on experiences that go way back. You know, I I was talking to a leader and I was like, you know, do you remember the first time you led? He said, yeah, I was I was in Boy Scout camp and we each had to lead the kids. You know, we had to lead our troop through the woods. We were the navigator. 
And he was like, I loved it. I loved being in charge. I loved being the one who had to make the decisions. And as we started to think through that, he's like, that really, that lit me up. And that caused him to start thinking about his leadership now. Like that was the spark. And I think we sometimes forget the spark of what we're doing. And with COVID, I think for a lot of us, it just became survival. Sure. You know, and, and I think that's the shift you and I really are making now. Okay, that's in the past. Now we have the opportunity to really lean into what we want to do, to be really real about, hey, you know what? I'm this age and I want to achieve this thing. And I'm going to commit to it and I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to find the pathway, whatever that takes. And I'm going to use all the things that have come from my past that can help me and all the things that come from my past that I can learn from and really work towards going forward. And I think that's where you and I, with our uh, Renegade Success Network and our Sculpt or Get Real program, I said Sculpt, that's what, you know, that was our last program. They moved quickly. As, as, we, as we look at that, that's what we want to help people figure out because you and I helped each other figure this out. It's, it's been going back over a decade. You know, you, you, you set a goal. I set a goal. And it was like, okay, how's it going with that goal? We'd have coffee and talk through it. One of us would come to the table and say, hey, I'm having this issue. And we would talk through it. And I remember leaving every time I met with you, I remember going home and saying, that was probably the most enjoyable, valuable time I've spent in months. Because there were all the people that I was posturing for, all the people that were expecting me to be perfect, all the people, you know, I had to appease them by just looking like I knew what I was doing. But with you, it was like, Tom, I have no idea what I'm doing. Please help me. And just, I have this one, and it started, I remember it started with one of us just sort of dipping our feet in the water of honesty. Like, I really don't know how to do this thing. And the other going, yeah, me either. Let's figure it out. And then it got deeper and deeper and deeper. And now we we share with each other really big things. You know, I I, I shared something with you last week I didn't think I'd share. And I was like, afterwards, I felt, and afterwards I felt like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. He's going to judge me. And that's the part that's, but that's what we have going through our head, right? And that's sure. the space you and I are trying to create here. And we're trying to create in our program is to not be judged and to discourage us from judging ourselves so that we can actually make the progress more easily. Because when you take judgment out, when you don't have to say, hey, you know what? I ran that ad on Facebook over the weekend and we only got three people that, that responded. I expected it to be 300. That's going to change how you look at your Monday morning versus what can I learn from running that over, ad over the weekend? Well, okay, you know, maybe maybe the content was, wasn't what we were looking for. Maybe the image wasn't. Maybe it was, there are a million things to look at, but if we're so busy going, that didn't work, it's going to get in the way. And you and I both experienced that. And that's really the thing that we're trying to help everyone here understand is, you're making progress no matter what. That's where the get real part that you'll hear every program with us, one or the other, or both of us talking about what's real. It's going to be the lessons learned from an experience we've had. And hopefully as you're hearing us talk through that, you can have an experience in your head and go, oh, wait, what can I recognize? What can I evaluate? 
What's the action step? What can I learn as I go forward? Because that, I think that's going to really set things in a great place. Because I go into Monday differently today because I realized I've spent my whole life doing five days of work in two days only to drive myself crazy. And if I cannot drive myself crazy and get to Wednesday morning and be okay with what I got finished, I can really enjoy myself. Instead of having the two days it takes to decompress, which I always thought was just, you know, I need time to get away from work and clear my head. But really it was just the frustration of, I tried to get five things done in two days and I didn't. And now I'm really mad at myself for not doing it. Well, I think it's also the judgment of it's Tuesday or Thursday and I should be working. Right. Why am I out here playing golf when I should be working? And I, I think that's a, you know, that's one of the. the Remind the me that Thursday morning, send me a text at 7 a.m. and say, hey, you shouldn't be working today. <laughs> that, that'd be very useful. I'll just say it's your choice. You chose not to work. Enjoy it. Right. Right. Rather than, you know, and I think that's the thing, you know, as you were talking, you, you talked about your teaching didn't work. And so the thought of teaching kind of, you put it out of your head for a while. Well, I think it's not that it didn't work. It's just someone else decided that the results were going to be different because mm -hmm. they were the ones who had control over what the results were. And I think that's so, it's such a challenging thing to do is to not judge why something happened, not to judge your, the results that you get, rather to try to understand and learn from them. And I think when we do that, we can see more clearly what the next steps might be. You know, and I think that's the challenge that that it's sometimes hard, especially, you know, when it, you experience that for the first time. I mean, so many of us, you know, you you go through situations and you have success and that success builds and you get new opportunities and you're moving along some trajectory at some point. And then results change oftentimes that you can't control sometimes we can control you know sometimes we make choices that aren't that don't work out the way that we thought and that leads to results that we didn't desire yet somebody else is still making that decision typically for us and then we have to figure out okay am i going to let this result that i didn't control derail me or am i going to learn from it and figure out then how to move forward. Because I think that's the beauty is that you can learn from all of those things. All of the actions and, and the things that happen around us impact us in some way. Some have more significant impact than others. And it's how do we not have that impact slow us down? Just gives us a chance to learn. Sometimes we learn a lot, sometimes we don't at the moment. And then things change. And we look back because I think when we can look back and start to understand what did we take away from the situation? What did we learn? Even situations that we think weren't in our best interest can turn out to be very valuable down the road. You never know when you're going to be able to use it and be like, wow, if that hadn't have ever happened, I wouldn't have been prepared for this situation today. I, I like when I'm coaching someone and they go, you always have a scenario that seems to match up to what I'm dealing with. And I'm thinking, I'm just giving you what's gone on in my life that applies in the situation. I think you and I do it more than most people just because of what we do. But I think anyone has that available to them.
well, so much of what we do today, we can draw on what we did yesterday or six years ago. Unless we're stuck in the judgment and right. excuses. Then we can't see it. And I think that's one of the things that you know I try to do is I try to help them find those experiences from their past mm-hmm. where they can say, oh, yeah, I do remember being able to do this in this way. How can I apply some of that to this situation, even though it's different and unique? there's still opportunity to draw on that because again, that's, what's real for them. Mm-hmm. They can be impacted by what I share of my experiences. And yet they still have to figure out how to take that and apply it in a way that's real for them. And I think that's one of the things that I'm sure we'll get across the, not only in this week, but in the coming weeks is, you know, how at some point it's about what's real for you because there are things that Bob can do that I can't do, or I, I, I do differently. And my knowledge, experience, and perspective wouldn't allow me to do them in the way that he does. And there are things in my past, like one little game that we talked about, that I'm able to leverage differently than Bob is able to leverage. What? Wait, what was it that you just said? I'm sorry. Oh, we remember the conversation we were having about some little game that we both play independently? Oh, Wordle. Yeah, sure. You're good at Wordle and I'm not. I know. That's a judgment. How, what's your percentage? You don't have to say that. 87. Um, so 87% of the time you've been correct. That actually sounds. I'd be curious what the average is. Who cares? I'll have to look that up. Why does it matter? I- so that you can say you're better than than fifty percent of the people is that what it is? So you can judge yourself against others? Absolutely. <laughs> well, what happens if the average is ninety six? Then I'll be crying into my coffee for the right. Rest so of who the cares morning. what the average is? It's just where are you at, and how do you you know? And again, those times when maybe you don't complete the puzzle, do you try to say, hmm, "What did I do there? What might I have done differently?" Rather than Oh, I, I lost. You didn't, it's just, you didn't get it correct in the moment. It happens. And you, and sometimes you can learn from that. Well, oh, and it's funny because I've probably gotten more correct more quickly in the last three months as I've played it more because I've figured out the strategy. So it's almost like the first six months of it, I was figuring it out. Now I kind of understand it. I and and I know some of the strategies, and it's the same thing with business or with life, right? Yes, you spent six months trying to figure it out, and then suddenly you have this moment where it's like, oh, that's what I need to do. Well, here's the thing I think that yes, there are a, a whole host of strategies. What you figured out is strategies that are real for you. Mm-hmm. My family does it and we post it every day. And I'm always amazed at the different strategies that people use. And mine are different than theirs. And so, yeah, there are lots of strategies you could try and it might just not be, it might not work for you because you're unique, you're different. And so I think part of it is doing it to figure out what strategy works for us, for ourselves. Not what works for everybody else. Yeah, you can try that and you can see and you can figure it out. And you can also be like, that's that's not the way my brain works. That's not the way I process things. 
and it's an opportunity for you to really understand what are the strategies that work for you. And I think that's one of the key things and one of the things that I think holds people back is they try to leverage other people's strategies, even though, and this might be my one thing, they try to leverage other people's strategies, even though what's real for them is different. Their knowledge, experience, and perspective is different. And so, and yet they consider that they should have the same results. Something about that math equation that doesn't equal. And so I think if you can identify the strategies that are real for you based on and leveraging your knowledge, experience, and perspective, you are going to find the success that you're looking for, get the results you desire. And as I think all of us are trying to do one way or another, make more money. Okay. I like that. That's good. What's um, yours? I, my one thing I think is that all of your experiences go into making you who you are. So you can't let go of an experience. It's going to be in there. It's going to influence you at the time it needs to influence you if you allow it to. So I had a bad experience with the Big Mac when I was 10. I probably should try a Big Mac. For all I know, for the last 45 years, 47 years, I've missed out on something that really tastes good. And I've missed out because there was only a McDonald's and I didn't eat. Yeah, I can think of four or five times where people would stop at McDonald's and be like, yeah, never mind. I'll just have fries. That's all. Who knows? Ooh, no. But it doesn't, and it doesn't mean it's good, bad, or indifferent, right? It's just how I've chosen to operate up to now. Doesn't mean I can't go out right now and find a Big Mac and eat a Big Mac. Who knows? And I think so often we draw the line in the sand and say, never, ever again will I do these things. And with our careers, it's often, well, that didn't work out. They fired me or they reduced my, they took my job away. So now I'm never, ever going to do anything even associated with that. And I think that's at our own peril. Sure. All right, everyone. If you have a one thing that you would like to share, or you're listening to the recording, please feel free to share your celebrations for the day. We'd love to see those. Or your Wordle score. I'd love to see if my 87% is good or bad. <laughs> I'm just throwing it in. I there. couldn't get you off of that, right? I couldn't. No, get you, you couldn't. And that you still have work to do. <laughs> if you are like Bob and you're struggling and feel like everything that you've got to judge yourself based on others, or you keep finding ways to justify why you are where you're at rather than really trying to understand it. You might want to have a conversation with Bob or me. We are putting together, I put together a program that's going to help you get real and understand where you're at. Get results so that you can learn and make more money. And make more money while it sounds like a thing that some people might not be interested in. Money is whatever is going to allow you to do what it is the true real thing you want to do. And so at some point, we all want to make more money so that we can then do what we want to do. So that's why our program is called Get Real, Get Results, Make More Money. And if we're always trying to do things in a way that we are going to try to get the results and make more money, we're going to be able to move forward and allow ourselves to learn. And that's really the key to all of this is finding ways to learn so that we can adjust, adapt, and what's real for us will be impacted. If you'd like to learn more about that, because we are running a little special right now as we kick this off, 
between now and Labor Day. Just shoot Bob or I a message or say, put, I want to get real in the comments. And we will reach out to you and follow up. I'll also put a link in the chat. Okay, excellent. All right, everyone. Uh, thanks so much for being with us at our 900th episode. Heaven forbid. And uh, we really appreciate your input today and all your thoughts and ideas in the past. Uh, we welcome that. If you're listening to the podcast and you want to come celebrate our 900th episode with us, please join us inside our Sculpture Business uh, Facebook group where you can come in because that we know that there is still lots of confidence, chaos, and confusion. And we're trying to help people have more confidence and control. And I think when you have more confidence and control, you, it's easier to find ways to be real about where you're at and what's going on. So we look forward to seeing you inside of that group. If not, we will see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m.-ish Eastern time for our next episode of Today's Antidote. Hey, whatever you do, episode 900, episode 800, it doesn't matter. The same thing I'm going to tell you because this never changes. You need to embrace the renegading you. It is so worth it. And if you don't know what embracing the renegading you means... Listen to what's coming up, and I'll show you a way you can find out more. Everyone, go out and enjoy your day. We will see you soon. You may not know what embracing the renegading you means. You may be thinking, how do I get real? How do I get results? How do I make more money? Hey, all those questions, we can answer for you in our Get Real, Get Results, Make More Money program. It's really simple. We'll show you a system that guarantees, yes, guarantees. I know I can't say guarantees, but it all but guarantees that you will be able to do these things. It's a system that you can replicate over and over and over and over. So talk to Tom, talk to Bob, or go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com to see a special deal we're running until Labor Day. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you there.